Welcome to the War on Report for the week of October 29, 2021. This is your host, AC, and we have several interesting stories to discuss on our podcast. We are seeing movements by the Democrat Party in Virginia to bankroll fake news to try to mislead voters. We're also seeing multiple stories of progressive socialists in America trying to vilify and minimize white people. The NAACP is now wanting a boycott against the state of Texas by professional athletes for their stance on abortion. This flies in the face of statistics showing more African Americans are aborted in the United States than any other race on a yearly basis. Finally, we will discuss how Uncle Joe's terrible foreign policy decision making has now put all Americans and our allies in jeopardy of terror attacks. We'll discuss this on the podcast after a word from our sponsor. All right, and here are the top stories for the week of October 29, 2021. McAuliffe buys fake news ads in effort to sway voters per Fox News and investigation. Former Governor Terry McAuliffe has spent nearly $100,000 advertising fake news websites on Facebook during the Virginia gubernatorial campaign, Fox News can reveal. The Democrats' advertisements, which have been viewed up to 3.5 million times so far, are hidden on a Facebook page with a similar name to a local news website. The ads link to a third-party website that ostensibly publish local news but exist to promote Democratic candidates. The websites have been widely described as disinformation and partisan propaganda. The revelation comes less than a week before Election Day and as the candidates fight for every last vote, with polls showing McAuliffe and rival Republican Glenn Youngkin locked in a tight battle. This is significant for the War on Report because McAuliffe is using the Socialist Progressive Democrat playbook in misinformation using social media platforms, which are unchecked, by the way. This is to help give them a leg up in the tight elections with Republicans. This is further proof of social media and the media in general playing favoritism to a political party by promoting lies on their platforms. Next, the NAACP urging pro-athletes and free agency not to sign with teams in Texas over voting abortion laws. The NAACP is urging athletes in major sports to consider not signing with professional teams in Texas. This is in response to the state's voting and abortion laws and its ban on mask requirements. Leaders of the NAACP issued an open letter Thursday to players, associations for the NAA, NFL, WNBA, MLB, and NHL. The NAACP leaders called Texas laws a blueprint by legislators to violate constitutional rights for all and asked free agents to reconsider moving their families to a state that is not safe for anyone. First off, nothing uh, that Texas has passed is unsafe for anyone. I can say that as a Texas resident. And this much is true. In the United States, the abortion rate for black women is almost five times that for white women. So how does an organization, the NAACP, whose goal is for the advancement of African Americans support abortion when it takes more African Americans' lives than any other race in America? What's not in doubt is the outsized toll that abortion has taken on the black population. Post Roe in New York City, thousands more black babies are aborted than born alive each year. And the abortion rate among black mothers is more than three times higher than it is for white mothers.
according to a City Health Department report released in May, between 2012 and 2016, black mothers terminated 136,426 pregnancies and gave birth to 118,127 babies. By contrast, births far surpassed abortions amongst whites, Asians, and Hispanics. This act by the NAACP shows that they are lost and are not truly out for the betterment of African Americans in the United States. If they were, they would be fighting to end this injustice of mathematical statistics that show proof of more aborted African American babies than live births in New York. They should be focusing on that instead of who's playing sports. Top U.S. General warns about China's military progress. U.S. problems, we have to do something. Four-star General John E. Hyten, the outgoing vice chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, warned this week that communist China's military progression is stunning and that the U.S. must take immediate action to remain the world's preeminent superpower. Hayden made the remarks following China's second hypersonic missile test, which reportedly caught the U.S. intelligence officials off guard. Calling China a pacing threat is a useful term because the pace at which China is moving is stunning, Hayden said on Thursday. The pace they're moving and the trajectory they're on will surpass Russia and the United States if we don't do something to change it. It will happen. So I think we have to do something. The purpose of the democratic socialist movement in the United States is to deplete the military system. Additionally, they want to have it infiltrated by non-military type citizens and defund it to the point to where it's powerless. <clears throat> Their main focus is gaining control within the borders of the United States for the cause of Marxism instead of maintaining order on the outside of our borders. Next, we got to take these mother effers out. Rutgers Associate Professor Rages Against White People. Controversial Rutgers associate professor and author Dr. Brittany Cooper said last month that she wanted to take these mother effers out referring to white people. The educator's general tirade against white people included a claim from Cooper that whites are committed to being villains and asserting that the world was going swimmingly until white people showed up being raggedy and violent and terrible and trying to take everything from everybody. This is another attempt by the Marxist movement in the United States of America under the disguise of the Democrat Socialist in which they go off of the Marxist playbook to cause disruption amongst races and economic classes which will start a race, racial social war. This is what the War on Report has been warning about with the Socialist Progressive Movement in the United States. All white men nominated for science award, so committee refuses to pick any of them. A group of scientists who were nominated for a prestigious award lacked diversity, so the review committee committed discrimination by refusing to advance anyone. You can't make this stuff up, folks. Scientific American reported that five of the nation's top iced scientists were supposed to review peer-nominated candidates for the American Geophysical Unions, or the AGU, Fellows Program. But after seeing that all the nominees were white and male, the committee decided not to move them forward. This is further pushing the narrative that white people are evil and need to be eliminated. Just as our previous story about the professor at Rutgers railing against white people, this is a further push of it. 
Marxism teaches that you identify the threat and eliminate them as a viable option in the civil discussion. This will continue until people stand up and let them know it's not acceptable. Once again, they're trying to divide everyone based off of your race and your social standing off of your economics and then cause race and social warfare in the country. They do This is Socialism 101. Once they divide everyone, then they move to take everything over, and we're seeing that now. Top Pentagon official warns, ISIS-K could be ready to attack in the West in six months. That's right. The Islamic State in Afghanistan could be able to launch attacks on the West and its allies within as soon as six months, and Al-Qaeda could do so within two years, a top Pentagon official told lawmakers on Tuesday. The testimony by Colin Call, Undersecretary of Defense for Policy before the Senate <coughs> Committee diverged from an earlier Biden administration review that al-Qaeda had been degraded in Afghanistan. Mr. Kell said that U.S. is fairly certain that both terror groups have the intention to launch such attacks. We could see ISIS-K generate that capability somewhere between 6 or 12 months, according to a current assessment. By the Intelligence Committee, Mr. Khan said, using an acronym referring to Islamic State's branch in Afghanistan and for Al-Qaeda, it would take a year or two to reconstitute that ability. This is an example of how terrible the Biden administration has been for the safety and security of all Americans and our allies. Soon we will once again be confronted by terror within our borders thanks to the pathetic showing of Uncle Joe since being elected president. All Americans are at risk because of his poor decision-making in Afghanistan. Sadly, even former President Barack Obama knew that Joe Biden was a risk on the international stage as he repeatedly went against Obama in foreign policy decision-making while in office. As the saying goes, Joe Biden is usually on the wrong side of history on all topics regarding foreign policy. Once again, this leaves all Americans saying, let's go Brandon. This will bring us to the end of the episode. Our nation is being overwhelmed by the socialist progressive movement as shown on this podcast. Now is not the time to sit on the sideline and allow this destructive movement to succeed. We must get active and do our part to ensure faith, family, freedom, and our nation overcomes the bombardment from this progressive socialist movement. The keys are to get active in your community to ensure this ideology does not gain control in your city council or school boards. Vote against all candidates who align with this movement. And finally, inform and educate your family and neighbors to this destructive movement. I want to thank you all for listening to the War on Report. Remember, know the challenge, stay informed, and always vote for freedom.